0: And welcome back Grief Nation listeners. Today on our show, I have a very special guest. Please, please, please welcome in Joel Coachman the Vibrarian everyone. Hello Joel, how are you?
1: Amy, I'm wonderful. So glad to be with you.
0: Yes, I'm excited. I've been uh, awaiting um, your arrival to the show and your input and all of your knowledge that you're here to share today. So if you had to describe yourself, who are you?
1: <laughs> oh, I am an ever-evolving consciousness being and structure. I mean, there's a lot packed into that, I know. So I am a person who is passionate about delivering information and facilitating knowledge and wisdom gaining for the masses.
0: Oh, that sounds so
1: good. And I got you.
0: <laughs> so take us through your journey of discovering um, all of these gifts and this knowledge that you have.
1: Well, I'm actually a librarian in real life. That's my profession. I have a master's in library science, but I reached this point in my career as a law librarian where uh, my soul was calling out for something more and I didn't know exactly what that was going to look like. And so after getting to a place of burnout and wanting to pause, I took a sabbatical, went off to Mexico uh, for six months, found myself, had all kinds of amazing experiences. And when I emerged, The vibrarian was really the embodiment and the vision given to me in terms of wanting to function at a higher frequency and more positive resonance in terms of the service that I could provide and connecting people to the information that they needed.
0: Mm. So you are a professional tarot reader, an Oracle card reader, right? What service do you provide to your clients?
1: Oh, I do all kinds of things. So I um, am what I would consider a cosmic librarian. So I'm delivering information from uh, the spirit guides, the spiritual realm as needed for the person based on what uh, comes through me at any given moment. So that could be a tarot or oracle reading. It could be pulling out some information or some research data. Things about past lives. It just really takes so many different formats. Um, I could be writing crystal prescriptions. So it's just really like being at an information desk. And when I'm approached by a client, I know that there's something that I'll be able to find for them. And I just tap into my higher guidance and allow that process to happen. Wow. And for people that
0: are wanting to learn more and dive into this, can you share with us, or my Grief Nation listeners, what's the difference between tarot and oracle?
1: Oh, that's easy, of course. Uh, that's a beautiful question. We love questions in Library Land. But tarot is based on a system and a structure. It has a numerical connection. It also talks in archetypes and the stories of the human soul. So when you learn to read the tarot cards, you're really learning a very specific system like ABC. Oracle cards are completely self-contained. The person who has created that Oracle deck gives you generally a guidebook to it, Or you're left to your own understanding just by looking at the symbols and the messages on the deck, and you're off and running. So there's not as much of a learning curve if you're wanting to get into card divination if you use oracle cards. Tarot can be very intimidating. So what advice would you give
0: someone who is interested in tarot um, card reading but um, are hesitant and afraid to try it?
1: Oh, that's something that we get a lot. There's a lot of teachings about using tools and fear about tarot cards and the kind of messages that you're going to be getting. There's a lot of hype about that. The key thing to do is to always come from a, a frequency of love when you first even begin to handle the cards or begin to work with them. And as far as learning the structure behind it, there are so many good resources on the internet and on YouTube. You can look at uh, you can look at the site psychicrevelations.com and they're a very good learning dictionary. You can get all kinds of books and things that are easy for you to learn the basics of the system. But one thing that you'll have to just do is use the cards. That's the biggest thing. Most people will read and read and read and study, 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 but they won't just then look at the cards and see what message wants to be communicated without it hurts and feel and interpret your own meaning versus by the book learning and instruction. We get a lot tied into that sometimes. Oh, okay. So you are the host of The Vibrarian Show
0: and The Psychic Inside Show. Um, take us through that evolving um, stage of developing these two.
1: Oh, I, well, I love talking to people. And of course, being a librarian slash librarian, it's all about the story. So I was shown that I had the ability and the connections to be able to bring people on to share their stories. And that's what the Psychic Inside Show really started as. I've interviewed over 40 people about how they figured out that they had psychic gifts and abilities. And I consider each of those stories like a book on the virtual shelf at the library so that somebody might come in and be dealing with something that's unexpected in their life. And they'll be able to hear this interview and realize that they're not alone, that other people have had weird and unusual things happen to them as well. And they've embraced those experiences wholeheartedly. So I like one of the biggest excitements is to figure out what kind of story is this person going to share with me this evening? Because it's like adventures and all kinds of things, good and bad, that happen to folks in their life stories. So and of course, the Vibrarianist show is just because I love to talk about things from Akashic records to dream time. It's kind of like no topic is too small on that show. It's really a free for all. Let's talk about it. Even if it sounds weird or too far out there, we're ready for having that discussion. So it's kind of to uh, fulfill my own desires through public forum. So I get to share what I like with others.
0: Oh, thank you so much for sharing that with us. So I had an opportunity to be on your show and and you had developed this great conversation surrounding grief. Um, How did that come about?
1: Uh, Amazingly. So I have a dear friend who unfortunately lost her son due to violence. And it was several months later that I was riding down a road and I was on my way to a holistic fair. And I'll tell you the presence of her son was just with me so strong on that ride. and. I felt it was because I was kind of in a neighborhood where I knew that he used to frequent, but you know, being psychic and being connected to spirit, I knew there was some reason that he was present. And when I walked in and looked at the vendors and went around, it was like, I could not stop until I landed at your booth and you had your grief book and your spray and your healing tools. And it was like I knew that I was supposed to be a conduit for you to connect to my friend because I knew she was deeply hurting still. And so I reached out at that time. And then several months later, I had been at a retreat, a Woosa weekend retreat that's hosted here locally in Atlanta. And there were so many women there that were dealing with the loss of a family member or a child, an adult child, and and it just struck me so much that we needed to do more for grief. And of course, then I thought of you from our previous connection. And I reached out to see if you could come on to share uh, all the wonderful things that you did. And my friend actually came on the show as well. uh, And I'm so blessed, really, truly to be able to be that kind of connection between the people like yourself, who are offering who you are to other people who are going through a greatly challenging time. So the grief conversations was just a continuing offshoot of this seed that began to emerge, I think, almost two years ago now.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. And I truly appreciate it because it was such a a a great opportunity on um, when we do these, you know, affairs and workshops and attend these things. And you never know who you run into. Like you say, spirit always has, uh, something in the, in the in the abyss of waiting for us. That's great to be able to build on more relationships. And um, I actually still have a, a relationship with your friend and I'm so grateful that we sk- still can talk, you know, like-minded people, kind of, you know, get close to each other and, and learn how to build um, our relationship on spirit and just, you know, just having candid conversations. But she's a lovely woman and I'm so excited that I can be a part of her journey as well. So thank you for the introduction.
1: Oh's uh, amazing, and you know, I have to say that that's the perfect example of why I love doing what I do as the librarian because I was able to take you as a resource and refer somebody who needed information. A spirit had the hand in that, you know, from the presence of her son being with me, but in a yeah. very practical way, yeah, then a connection was made that you know gave books and materials and guidance to somebody in the 3D spiritual everyday regular kind of way. So I love that blend of spirit and practical and how it can come together in situations like this. Now what insight
0: can you share with us about like the Atlanta um, fairs and, and and other projects you know that are here to help with our spiritual community?
1: Atlantis, amazing. I mean, and I believe it's, you know, the new Atlantis. There's a lot to the reemergence of... Uh, The Phoenix rising from the ashes, which is Atlanta's motto. So a lot of people have come here to live life differently and to get new starts. And so the metaphysical community, there's a thriving small, medium and large business community that is geared around consciousness There are psychic fairs nearly every weekend somewhere in the metro area. Some have been going on for as long as 30 years when you're talking about like the Big Blue Barn psychic fair up in Roswell. And it's all kinds of communities um, having meetups at the park from yoga to uh, vegan festivals to singing bowl and sound bath. So it's really just a matter of going out to places like Little Five Points or Phoenix and Dragon, getting copies of the magazines that are geared to the alternative community, and you can find pages and pages of things to do. It's beautiful to see how much Atlanta really vibes on the alternative hippie kind of. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, we are we are a true representation
1: of the conscious
0: collective, you know? Yes. So I have this question about common spiritual experiences and with all of your knowledge and and you being an intuitive uh, lead in in, in your work, what does, can you explain that for someone that is trying to understand these common spiritual experiences that are normal, um, but so that they don't look too much into it, but just realizing, you know, the normacy of it?
1: Oh, I would say that one way to describe it is that we all have the common experience of reaching a point in our lives where we realize we're no longer satisfied with something that we have really put a lot of effort or energy into. For some people, that's their careers. A lot of times it hits us in the career. Sometimes it hits us in our relationships but that is kind of like the call to something deeper that is emerging from a place that's not necessarily logical. And in fact, it can really defy logic a lot of times, which is why it challenges us because we're going to need to then break free out of the structure that we've done. And I think that we all can relate to either voluntarily taking down a structure and reinventing ourselves and sometimes involuntarily having to do that same thing due to some unbelievable shift that happens in our life, you know, so. I think we all can relate to that. And then what we're doing with that is the common part of our journey. So for some people, it means moving. Other people, it means abandoning their career and starting something new. For other people, it doesn't even look like that in the external. It's really just an internal shift. When you realize we're all kind of like breaking things down and rebuilding it back together over and over again, then it kind of begins to feel not so harsh, right? And you realize you're not alone. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. So how can we support you? Um, Where can my clients or new clients
1: um, reach you online? Well, my main platform right now is my YouTube channel. I do various activities. I do readings and have conversations with members of the association I like to call the Vibrary Collective. Which is just a group of businesses and persons like yourself who are doing work that want to bring it to a bigger audience. It's like putting your book in the in the library. Um, And so we're out at different events and I always announce it on my YouTube channel. I do have Facebook and Instagram. So you can catch me on Instagram as well. And I'm always trying to elevate, enlighten, and empower. So just join the community of good vibes. All right. I
0: love that.
1: And before I let you go,
0: is there something you would like to see change or um, bring further awareness to the holistic community?
1: The key thing that I have to say is that we should be very, very aware that we are frequency and vibration, and therefore we should try to be in the most loving and connected and compassionate energy as possible, as much as every day as possible. It really does matter. And it doesn't necessarily matter what you're doing, as long as it's not harmful to others, right? Just get happy, get joyful and feel the connection instead of separation. That's the thing to remember over and over again.
0: Oh, Joelle, thank you so much for gracing the It's the Miami Night Show stage and sharing your gift and your knowledge. Um, I'm sure that my Grief Nation listeners are going to be so excited just to have this wealth of knowledge that you have and just to inspire them to um, learn more about the conscious community and um, learn more about the awareness of spirit. I want everybody to know, because if I could shout it down every day, (laughs) I, I would. Because that's one thing that I've learned on this journey is that, My gift, or why I am put here, was to bring enlightenment to to people, to usher them into this spirituality. You know, we 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 are in the you know the days of of um, oh gosh, I can't even think the Aquarius. Okay, of course. (laughs) So it's 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 time for us all as um conscious and I call my my um, platform the conscious grievers that we know that we have these things that we go through but we can we have tools that are available um like your gifts um and things that you provide and you know this conscious collective community that we have that can help us through our journey. So thank you for being here.
1: I absolutely just am so glad to connect with you on any level possible. It's been just Life changing literally every time we've come into connection. And so I have no doubt that this is no different. Absolutely. Once again, thank
0: you for being on It's the Miami Night Show. Have a beautiful weekend. slow, slow, Mo. me,
1: Going He's
0: got me, talking Going He's got me the way. It's the Miami Night Show. Hey. Yeah.
1: He's got me walking that grief walk. Going
0: slow mo. He's got me talking that grief talk. Going slow mo. He's got me clocking the lane. What up, tribe? It's Miami Night Show, Master Grief Coach. Welcome to the Miami Night Show. He got me walking that grief walk. It's time for grief talk, y'all.